It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. Laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. It used to be hard to find the exact auto parts you needed. And that meant spending a lot of time at swap meets. It's a different game now when you can order exactly what you need from eBay Motors. They have 122 million parts, so you can always find the right fitment. Spend less time searching and more time building with the eBay Motors app or visit ebaymotors.com. Let's ride. Good evening, Blues. This is a very special preview for our subscribers weekly show here on your usual feed. Just a reminder, if you want to listen to this show every single week, you can do over on the Blue Room Extra. It's patreon.com slash the Blue Room Extra for multiple episodes of shows every single weekday. And at the moment, with so much positivity around the football club, why wouldn't you want as much Everton content as possible? Like I said, this is from our Subscribers Weekly show, uh, featuring Lyndon Lloyd from Toffee Web, Adam Jones from the Liverpool Echo, and our very own Mike Diascia. And we spoke about the Merseyside Derby win. We spoke about Everton's new stadium, taking another step forward to being a reality as well. And it was so positive and so happy. Um, so well worth your time if you fancy a bit more upbeat Everton content after the magnificent last few days we've had. Just a reminder, it's patreon.com slash the Blue Room Extra. And we speak to supporters, journalists, former players, all that kind of thing to give you the best Everton coverage we can. It works out about a pound a week and there is no set contact uh, contract. You can start it up and cancel it whenever you feel appropriate so uh, do give it a go we hope to see it over there in the meantime hope you'll enjoy this segment from our latest subscribers weekly show favorite moment in the game was probably that ben godfrey tackle on shakiri like for, <laughs> for, for everything that happened that was just you know just a, a big crunching ben godfrey tackle was everything that i wanted to see in that in that game but i think my, just my favorite moment was the fact that it, it did just feel like a surreal a surreal experience being inside the stadium for that game because while the match was on, I I, I was still very much convinced that Everton were not going to win that game. Even when it was 2-0 in the 93rd minute, I was thinking to myself, now nah, it's still it's still not going to happen. And then like once the full-time whistle happens, that's probably the busiest part of my day. I'm just I'm just kind of reeling off reeling off content. I mean the post-match press conference and stuff like that. So 
my favorite. Can, can I ask you a question? Did, did you dare write out a match report about, about the said Everton have won? Yeah. Before full time. <laughs> did did you go to. there? Yeah. I yeah. had to, yeah. Like, I only started it after Sigurdsson scored a penalty. Like, I left it I left it that long, but I, and I, I did think to myself then, oh, because like, it, it needed to be over, like, as close to on the whistle as possible. I was thinking to myself, oh, I, I do actually need to need to get this started now. But I think probably the my, the, my favourite part of the day was just when I stood up and I'd, I'd, I'd closed my laptop, I'd stood up and I was just ready to leave Anfield. And, uh, you know, I had our two Liverpool writers next to me who were still hard at work. And that was I think that was when it hit me that we'd just beat them. And I was just, I just had to stand there smiling. And I, I took took pictures of like the, the the scoreboard screen and everything, and I was thinking to myself, I'm never, I I, I genuinely never envisaged this happening. And yeah, it, it was it was a good it was a good journey home from that. And then the less said about the night that entailed, the better. I didn't get I didn't go to bed until six in the morning. I wow. don't know I don't know how that possibly happened, but I was I was up bevying until six in the morning. It was it was heavy. <laughs> Mike the Ash is nodding along there. It was honestly like I got incredibly told off. Like <laughs> most, the most told off I've been in a very, very long time. Joke where you just, you just like I have no comeback. I have nothing to say. Just yeah, fair enough. It's one of those where you know it's going to be worth the the telling off and subsequent days of stink eye for, isn't it? I mean, as no, as long as no one tells her that I said this. Absolutely, hundred <laughs> percent. But for me, obviously, you know my system for derbies at this point, Matt. I can't. Well, I wasn't going to. I wasn't going to dig you out, but you just dug yourself out. So go on. I always do. I've, I've done it for years. Anyone who's listened to the Blue Room will know I always do this. I haven't been able to do the, well watch a derby. I think the last one that I saw live was the one where their couch scored twice at Goodison, and I just said no more. I can't, nah. Until they give me a reason, nah. So I'll go for a big walk. I'll put up shelves. I'll do gardening. I'll go for a really long poo. Who knows? I'll do something. (laughs) I'll do something, but I won't watch that. So I went for a gigantic walk. And I was quite calm in the way that I usually am, in the knowledge that, you know, yeah, probably won't happen, but be nice if it did. I turned my phone on, and I felt like the bit in the Shawshank Redemption, when he's crawled through the pipe of absolute <laughs> disgusting and he's out and just the rain hits him afterwards and he just puts his arms up to the air like, at last. And that was the point at which I decided to go and buy a litre of rum because <laughs> it was relatively close by. And I swiftly took that home and, as Adam said, less said about what ensued, the better. But um, the moment for me that, like, my moment that stands out, it's quite bittersweet, actually, in a really weird way. Um, I wouldn't even say it's a nice moment. It's just something for me that really stands out is I was thinking about it, like, probably when I was about three drinks down, when you start to actually just start thinking about things. Like, usually when you're in the pub afterwards, say, with a big win, usually when we beat City or something like that, and you go, bloody hell, like, that actually happened. And then sort of clicks in your brain, you start thinking about all the context. And I started thinking about my granddad. Um, my granddad, he's um, he's in a home now. He's got dementia, doesn't know who I am, etc., etc. And I was thinking to myself, throughout 
my majority of my cognitive life because last time they beat them that I was six years old. So I was basically a sponge. Hmm. So throughout my cognitive life, I never had just a day of celebrating Owen in Anfield with my granddad. Never have it. Never will have it. And I just thought, that's ridiculous. Like, I, not even about trophies, because teams go lifetimes without winning trophies. It's not the bail and end all. But to not beat a team for that long, that throughout the entirety of a lifespan, you just don't get that moment. That's just ridiculous. And it's just, it's something that just can't happen again. Like, and it made me sit there and I thought for all them kids who, bloody hell, are, <clears throat> what, early teens now who, like, really don't remember our last victory against them, let alone our last one at Anfield. I just sat there and I thought, there you go. That's it now. Like, things change because for those people, those kids, they now see an Everton of possibility that they've literally never seen before in their lives. Not like, I know that you get the people who followed Everton for years and years and years and years and years and will remember, oh, the 80s, yeah, I remember oh, all, all the hardship. They've never known Everton to be possible, ever. They've just known Everton as a failure of a force that just drudged along on the exact same timeline and had no intent to change that. There is now an Everton a possibility, and I see that in the players, weirdly enough. I think Ben Godfrey did an interview with Rio Ferdinand, with Mason Hallgate. I don't know if anyone's seen it yet. It's quite good. Yeah, it's great. Yeah. Really good. Um, and one of the things he said was, well, I'm new to this. I've not been scarred by any of this. And it really <laughs> stuck out to me. It was just that sort of new generation, not even new generation, just that new wave of players that come in on that Carlo Ancelotti tidal wave of just an actual winning mentality, not a, not a jarg one that we just make up with players who are incredibly bold and English, but actual <laughs> proper ones. But like, And those players seem to have just taken Everton through the threshold of door after door after door, whether it's winning away games, winning away games at a top six club, winning away games at Anfield. Like, at this point now, there's possibilities. I can actually sit here at a point that I've never had in my entire life and go, Everton might win a trophy. Like, do you know what? Why, why can they not now? I've seen things that I have pretty much never seen before. So why not that? I'm at that stage. I mean, you know, Matt, more than anyone, I have never been at that stage, like, ever. And that, to me, it's just, it's a magical little feeling and long may it last. Oh, Beautiful words there, mate. Beautiful words on a variety of different things. Are you getting that feeling as well, Lyndon? That this is an Everton of possibilities. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, mean, I, I think my favourite moment was at the final whistle. I mean, the favourite moment in the game was when Sigurdsson scored the penalty because up to that point, I mean, I was just a nervous wreck. I'd gone in feeling as more apathetic and more numb to a derby than I ever have in my life. And within two minutes, we've scored. And I'm like, oh, God, it's been <laughs> done it far, far, far too early. And how am I going to get through the next 88 minutes? Um, but so so once that, once that second goal went in, having seen how little they'd had and how well we were just dealing with them up until that point, I thought, okay, that's it. 2-0 is enough. You know, even, even for Everton, that's going to be enough. Uh, but my favorite moment of the game was just afterwards and the reaction of the players – and the staff, because that to me, in the absence of fans in the ground, that was the expression of how much it meant to the club. And they were channeling how we were all feeling, but they understood it. And even the new players understood it. You can see Ben Godfrey's reaction. 
um, you know, Mason Holgate's reaction, um, just you could see that they knew the weight of the history that was that was that this fixture has held and the psychological problem that it has been for so long. Um, so that was just that for me was 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 the the most important thing for me, um, and. And again, it was reflected in that in that interview with with Rio Ferdinand. I thought it was really really interesting um, insight into their minds, which we so hardly ever get to see. It's just the players just talking in a relaxed way about their careers and how they feel about things and all the rest of it. So, um, yeah, I mean that in in combination, obviously, with the stadium thing, is it it, it does feel like possibilities now. Gearheads know that some projects need so many parts, it feels like you need a whole storage unit just to store them. That's what eBay Motors' 122 million parts are for. Think of it as your virtual parts garage. They've always got the right fitment at the right prices. Use the eBay Motors app or visit ebaymotors.com. Let's ride. Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.